What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from meganbrianna.com. I'm a life coach, a certified mind and body eating coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through him, but also cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, sometimes the world gets us all twisted up, oftentimes, and the only way to come back down is to actually dig deeper. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love ya. Welcome back, love. So to be honest with you this week, I don't even have a specific topic on the agenda. (laughs) My brain, I don't know if you're feeling this way lately. Maybe you've been feeling it all year, but lately especially, my brain has just been kind of mush. I feel like I've been in and out of feeling connected to God and not feeling connected to God. And for me, the difference in those two is when I feel connected to him, I don't have anxiety and I I don't, my brain feels very, like everything feels peaceful. My brain feels not empty, but it feels cleared and all my thoughts feel more fluid and things make more sense. And when I'm not connected with him, I have more anxiety and I just feel like I have a bunch of stuff going on in my body and in my head and I can't release it. I don't know if it feels that way to you. And then also, you know, my thoughts are all over the place and I can't get my stuff together. And sometimes it just kind of paralyzes me. And I've been going kind of back and forth between those two in the last couple of months. So I have all of these things that I want to talk to you guys about, but I just, nothing really is coming together this week. So I figured I'd just hop on and start talking and see what came through because sometimes I know when I used to do live videos, I had a, I've had several groups on Facebook where I used to do live videos all the time. And sometimes I had no idea what I was going to talk about, but I knew I just needed to show up. So I would hop on And God would just speak through me and things would just come out of me that I had no plan on talking about. But a lot of those times it ended up being something that somebody really needed to hear, even though I had no plan for it. So anyway, that's what I'm doing now. But yeah, I don't know. There's so much going on in the world, obviously. And this time of year is such a blessing. You know, we're about 10 days from Christmas right now. But for me, I think it also sometimes just causes a lot of disruption in my body and in my head. And I think I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But I also want to share with you, there are so many cool things. There was a meteor shower a couple days ago, a couple nights ago. I tried to see them. I wasn't able to see anything, which I'm super bummed about because the sky was really clear. But at some point I had to go to bed because I was really tired. (laughs) But this whole Jupiter and Saturn thing coming together and creating this this incredible star that's happening, you know, right before Christmas next week, I think. I'm so excited for that. And it just seems like there's a lot of things going on energetically in the world. 
And also, I wanted to share with you, I've been seeing owls lately. And I don't, obviously, my perspective is mainly spiritual. And I don't know if you believe in symbolism, but I completely do. I've seen owls three times, I think probably in the last three months. And then I also saw one in the spring, actually shortly after we had our lockdown when, you know, it was around, I think it was in March. And, you know, it's not uncommon to see owls around here, but it's, I've, I, you know, I grew up in this house. I grew up in this place and I can only recall seeing owls maybe a handful of times growing up till I was 23 and moved to Arizona. And I've seen four in the last, in less than like nine months. Anyway, the last two I saw within three days of each other, two days of each other last week. The first time I saw one in broad daylight, it was sitting on a tree branch. I was on my way to work. I was driving out the driveway and I stopped. I saw it and it was facing the other direction. And when I stopped, it heard me and it turned its head towards me, but it didn't do anything. It just stared at me and I was taking a video of it and it was so cool. And then the second time I was driving home from taking Ez for a walk and it was about 75 feet from the driveway and it was just sitting on a post and it looked like it was sleeping. It was all tucked up into itself and it had its eyes closed. It was so cool. And I put Ez in the house and I ran up the driveway because I was going to take a picture of it and it was gone. But the cool thing is that I had such... I don't know. It was just really different because both times when I saw these owls, I had this really amazing energy attached to when I saw them. It was like I was already kind of feeling like something in my life was going to change drastically or at least semi-drastically. And then I saw these owls and it kind of just validated that for me. And what's really cool about it is that so... When I started my, really started my healing journey, when I came home at the end of 2018 and my entire world was disrupted, you know, I talked about this, I've talked about this several times already, and I really started my journey with God, the defining moment for me that I can remember when that started was the one day I was sitting here and I was just, I was really, really struggling and I was crying and I was just pleading to God, please show me what I need to do next. And then I, I got up and I I can't remember if I talked about this already. So I'll just talk about it briefly. I had this overwhelming urge to get up and start organizing my closet, which alone was pretty significant because up until that point, I was very, I hadn't unpacked. I really hadn't unpacked anything. I kind of just threw everything all together in my closet and wherever else because I was very determined to get back to Arizona and I was, you know, I was just really sure in my bones that it was going to happen in a few months. And it had been a couple, probably a month or month and a half or so. And I just had this overwhelming sensation that I needed to go to my closet and just start unpacking things and rearranging things almost as if it was like the first indication that I was not going back to Arizona. That wasn't in my head, but looking back, I can kind of see it that way now. And when I was doing so, I 
picked up a bag that was full of books and some other things and the bottom dropped out and just one book fell out at my feet. It was Writing Down Your Soul um, by Janet Connor. It was a book I had bought a couple years before that I thought I would be interested in and then I started reading it at the time and it just wasn't anything that really aligned with where I was at that point. So I didn't, I didn't really start reading it. But that one book literally fell at my feet and I started reading it. It just felt like this is what needs to come next. I started reading it. It talks about journaling and, you know, how you can heal through, through writing letters to yourself or writing letters to spirit, writing letters to God. And so that's what started my, it it was at least 90 days of consistent journaling and that's where I really started healing. I started writing to God every day, dear God. And then I wrote down everything that I was feeling consistently every day, even if I had no idea what to write. And every single day I was writing down something I was grateful for. And the whole, the whole, um, concept of the book is just connecting to yourself, learning to connect to yourself and learning to connect to a higher power in a way that you've never been able to do before. And, writing just is a really, really powerful way to do that. So anyway, I bring that up because the cover of the book is an owl. So it was just so special for me to see those owls and feel that energy that I experienced in those moments because it took me back to when this book fell at my feet and the very first thing I saw looking up at me was an owl. And this book is really what started this huge, incredible transformation journey for me. And the biggest lesson that I learned by reading that book and by practicing the principles within it was how much better life is and how much better your quality of life is when you take things back to basics, when you simplify, when you learn to be able to sit in the quiet and remove distractions from your life it creates this, I don't know, just you're able to see so much. You're able to see so many things that you're completely unable to see when you're constantly moving around and you're constantly distracted and you're worried about what everybody else is thinking of you and you're trying to keep up with everybody else. You know, in those moments, you're you're really not able to see truth very well, are you? Because your entire mind is racing around everybody else, what life looks like for everybody else. And what that does is it, it kind of makes it so you're absorbing everybody else's life and taking it on as your own reality. So it's really incredible to be able to sit in quiet every day and get your thoughts out on paper it truly is one of the the most profound practices I've ever had in my life because you're really able to tune into your inner wisdom. You're really able to connect with the truth of who you are, which is something you can't do if you're constantly outwardly focused, if you're always focused on what everybody else is doing, and if you're always focused on being busy and, like I said before, trying to keep up with everybody else. It's really an incredible thing. And actually, on the back of Janet's book, there are a couple reviews 
from different authors. One of them says, you who say you cannot write or do not know how to write, read this. You who feel lost and do not know where to turn, read this. Janet shows you the best road, the one that leads to what your soul already knows. This is so, and this is something that I've taught you. I've talked to a lot of people about journaling and writing down their stuff. And people talk, say, I wouldn't know what to write. I'm not a writer. That's something I'm not interested in. And the truth is, if you want to get something out of your body, to get an energy out of your body that is stuck in there, talking is one of the best ways to do that. And if you are not ready to talk to somebody, if you're not ready to go see a therapist or you don't have anybody in your life that you feel safe talking to, writing it down is equally as good, if not better, because it's like prayer. Especially if you're doing it in this way where you feel like you're having a conversation with your soul or with a higher power. Because then it's just you and this other being or you and your soul and nobody else is involved. There's no outside bias and you can really discover some incredible things about yourself and about life in that way. So this is really just really substantial for me and I think this time of year I've been thinking the last couple days I actually had a really hard time falling asleep last night because around Christmas I have I have all of these big plans on making these really cool desserts to bring to work or wherever else. And for some reason, Christmas always creeps up on me. And all of a sudden, we're 10 days out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even have a plan of when I'm going to start this stuff, what I have to have done when, and it needs to be done in like five days, <laughs> you know? And then it always seems like last minute something else gets piled up on top of what I already want to do or I feel obligated to do more. And I was thinking about it last night. I'm like, man, I have all of this anxiety around this, which is something I don't feel very often anymore because I am actually, I've gotten so good at my practice of getting quiet and getting still and connecting to my, my soul and connecting to God. But I was really feeling it last night. And I'm thinking, isn't it strange that this is a time of joy and peace and I feel less peaceful than I do all year? I feel like there's so much to be done and there's so much keeping up with people to do that I can't even enjoy this season for what it is. So please tell me if you're feeling this too. I know I'm not the only one. And maybe this year is especially stressful because you're trying to compensate for all of the year's isolation and discouragement, the lack of celebration, the weird energy, just the overall struggle of the year. It's been a tough year. And celebration is a beautiful thing. And after the year we've had, it's much needed. But my hope for you is that you can find peace in this celebration and not more anxiety and discouragement. I think sometimes we feel a heavy, and I have to say this because of how I was feeling the other day, and you know, I was able to pull myself out of it because I am such a believer, and I really am able to work through things uh, in a, you know, with prayer and in my relationship with God. But 
I think this year kind of feels heavy. It almost feels like we have this responsibility to feel happiness and be excited and be celebratory when we're coming to the end of this really, really difficult time and we're kind of just getting glimpses of hope, you know, actual tangible glimpses of hope that it might be coming to an end soon. And I want you to know that you can celebrate without feeling responsible to actually have like a, a happiness inside you without feeling excitement. I mean, I hope you do. I truly hope that you're able to feel that, but it doesn't mean anything about you if you can't. It just means it's a really difficult season of life right now for the collective, and it's okay if you feel heaviness this year. And I don't want you to feel like you have to overcompensate by doing all kinds of things when really what you should be doing is slowing down and connecting. The best thing for you to do if you feel a lot of heaviness right now is to slow down. Do whatever you can to clear your head, connect with God, connect with yourself, connect with your family, and try not to feel like you need to live up to all kinds of expectations. And if that kind of is the situation in your life right now, the best thing you can do is communicate. And we have to remember that as beautiful as the holidays are, as beautiful as Christmas is and as magical as everything is with the decorations and Santa and the trees and all of the beautiful traditions, this holiday, this time of year exists because of the birth of Christ. It's an incredible symbol of hope and love and peace and that comes first and foremost before anything else. We are, of course, able to indulge in the season and all of its beauty and all of its magic without feeling guilt or shame. But first and foremost, we have to remember that this is about the birth of Christ and the fact that that gift of Christ on earth is what gave us the freedom to be able to choose encouragement over discouragement, love over hate, hope and joy and peace over anything. We have the ability to choose these things. And I know it's easier said than done, but you also have to practice it. You can't just decide that it is your responsibility to hold heaviness in your heart and to suffer through everything. We have ups and downs. We have difficult seasons of life. And right now, we're going through a difficult season collectively. But that does not mean we are responsible for making it harder on ourselves than it already is. We can still experience joy and peace in these times. I know because I do. And while I will openly admit that this hasn't been as difficult for me because, you know, isolation, I'm already an introvert. I like being by myself, so that hasn't been hard. I don't have a huge family. I don't have a partner right now. I don't have any kids. So this season has not been as difficult for me. But like I said before, I did go through a season individually that was very similar to this on my own. So I know how it feels. 
and it's hard. But I also know that you can choose hope. You can choose love. You can choose peace. So please remember that it is your right to have peace in your life and joy. And anything that doesn't bring that to you, anything that makes your head spin, makes you feel anxious, is not God's will. And it's okay to drop it. If you're in the middle of freaking out, trying to figure out how you're going to get to different stores to get gifts for everybody in your family, and it's causing you a lot of anxiety, just drop it for a minute. Sit down, take 10 or 15 minutes of quiet. You can make that time for yourself because if you are suffering with anxiety in doing the things that you normally do, it means that you're doing things that you're not supposed to be doing necessarily. And you are allowed to restructure your life a little bit, even just a little bit, to take those 10 or 15 minutes of quiet to yourself and connect. It's what you need. I am giving you permission. So I want you to remember that. And most importantly, I hope you remember that your presence on earth is enough. God gave you all the gifts you need when he strategically placed you on this earth in this time and in this Christmas season through Christ. Please remember that we are able to celebrate with hope and joy that better things are coming. That's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. I hope it was encouraging. Please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you have any questions, feel free to contact me at lovemb at meganbrianna.com. You can also just go to meganbrianna.com. I don't have a contact form up there right now, but if you scroll to the bottom and click on the little envelope, it'll open up an email and you can send me any questions you have, if there's any topics that you want to hear me talk about. And also, if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, I'm going to start doing that soon too. So please go ahead and reach out. I look forward to hearing from you and I will talk to you next time. Bye.